And now, here's your host, Milo Beasley. And welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Disney History. I am your host, Milo Beasley, coming to you live from the Milo Beasley Show studio, located 20 miles due east of Cinderella's Castle at the Walt Disney World Resort. Man, as, as I'm looking over this week's uh, news and notes, th- there's a lot of really, really cool things. There's some, there's some big news items in there, but there's a lot of really cool things uh, that, I, that I really want to tackle. So, um, and of course, if you are a fan, you know that I love my cheap plugs uh, and there will be quite a few cheap plugs in here this week. Um, so uh, we do Sunday to Saturday. So we're going to start with Sunday, March 14th. There's a lot. So let's go ahead and start way back in our Wayback Machine, March 14th, 1929. Mickey Mouse short titled The Barn Dance was Marcelite Garner's first time as the voice of Minnie Mouse. Uh, she was the voice of Minnie Mouse for many, many years, not many, many years, but many, many years. Um, so this was her, yes, this was the first short in which Marcelie Garner was the voice of Minnie Mouse. Still way back there, 1935, March 14th, 1935, Donald Duck makes his first appearance in a Mickey Mouse daily comic strip. He made his debut in The Wise Little Hen the year before. And here we are, March of 1935, where he finally makes his debut as the star of the Mickey Mouse comic strip. I don't, you know, I know it's the Mickey Mouse comic strip, but Donald Duck is the star of the show. Anyway, uh, last week we talked about the Block Party Bash and the Pixar Play Parade. Uh, Block Party Bash at Disney Hollywood Studios, Pixar Play Parade at DCA while they had their uh, soft openings, I guess, if you will. Um, This was the first day of these parades at their respective park. Uh, Disney Block Party Bash at Disney Hollywood Studio replaces the Disney stars and motor cars. But where did it come from? It came from DCA, which replaced the Block Party Bash with the Pixar Play Parade at Disney's California Adventure. I I miss both of them. Man, I'm a huge Pixar fan, so uh, any of that stuff. Uh, March 14th. 2010. I told you we have a lot to go through today. So sorry if I'm going through these a little bit fast. I promise I will be stopping on the uh, on the ones that we really want to talk about. So uh, we talked about the block party bash last week. So we're moving on to 2010. Princess Tiana is officially inducted into the Disney Princess Royal Court. Now, this is often done at the Walt Disney World on the castle stage at the Magic Kingdom, but this was actually done at the New York Palace Hotel in New York City. New York City? Yes. So Princess Tiana from the Princess and the Frog movie, officially a Disney princess. I don't understand why it wasn't done in Louisiana and why it was at New York because New York is the quite the opposite of, uh, you know, um, what 
Princess Tiana, what the Princess and the Frog was about. So I don't know if you could actually get more opposite, but sure. All right, move, moving on. Uh, Mar March 14th, 2020 was Disneyland Park last day of operation due to the uh, COVID-19 outbreak concerns. So um, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure last day of operation and the Disney Cruise Line suspends all new departures starting that day. Had there been a ship out at sea already, they would continue that cruise, but there would be no new departures starting on this day for Disney Cruise Line. March 15th, moving on to March 15th, 1975, America the Beautiful opens up at Circle Vision 360 at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, this show, uh, it's uh, so it was actually debuted at the 1958 World's Fair in Brussels. Um, and it then debuted at a Disney park in 1960 at Disneyland and then uh, moved over to Walt Disney World and actually played from 1971 to 1974. And then that went down. And then back in now we're back in 1975, they brought it back. It's new and improved. Can something really be new and improved? Moved on 1991, Disney Afternoon Avenue opens at Disneyland. Oh man, this is something I wish. Oh, something I wish I could have seen. Uh, so the Disney parks capitalizing on the popularity that is the Disney afternoon. They have a bunch of meet and greets out there um, featuring Baloo, Chip and Dale, Launchpad McQuack, uh, cheap plug number one. If you check out my latest episode, well, depending on when you see this. So last week's episode of the Milo Beasley show, you can catch me talking to Len Smith, who worked on a ton of those Disney afternoon shows, worked on Tailspin, Bonkers. So he had a, a little bit to do with these Disney afternoon stuff. And but uh, so Disney Afternoon Avenue actually only lasted six months, which is crazy because it still has a crazy following. Um, they did a uh, they did a 90s night at Disneyland a couple years ago, which which I attended. And uh, on there, they actually had a, uh, a Disney Afternoon Avenue area. And I mean, it was only open for six months, but was immensely popular. It would be replaced by Mickey's Toontown. And again, Toontown, uh, you know, which was modeled after Toontown from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, was designed by last week's guest, Len Smith. Gotta love them cheap plugs. Check it out. Uh, I need the views. March 15th, 2020, both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris announced that this would be the last day. I guess they announced it previously, but this would be the last day that the parks were open due to COVID-19 outbreak and concerns. So Paris and Walt Disney World uh, were open for a, a day longer than Disneyland Park. I think the um, Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Tokyo had already previously closed earlier in the month. Um, so, uh, and then 
with the closure, it was, uh, I guess technically, so this was the last day that the parks were open. So this was the last day that Prime Evil World would ever run at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. So Prime Evil World, a coaster in Dino Land. They announced later that it was no longer going to be in existence, which meant that March 15th, 2020 was the last day that anybody could ride Prime Evil World. Some people are happy. Some people super mad. They love that ride. So we're going to move on to March 16th. March 16th, 1935. We like staying way back there in those way back machines. A Mickey Mouse cartoon titled Mickey's Service Station would be the final time that Donald, Goofy, and Peg Leg Pete would appear in a black and white Disney cartoon. Mickey still had a, he's like, dude, I, I got this. I'll, I'll carry the black and white for us for a while. But yes, this was the last time that Donald, Goofy, and Peg Leg Pete were in a black and white cartoon would eventually move on to the color. March 16th, 2002, a big, big, big day. Walt Disney Studios Park, located at the Disneyland Paris Resort, opens up to guests staying there, or not, I guess staying there, but in at the uh, in, at the Paris Resort. So uh, the did have Disneyland Paris Park proper, uh, the Disneyland Paris Magic Kingdom, if you will. And this would be the studio's version, their second gate. And there's actually the 10th, 10th of the Disney theme parks, although it is the smallest of the theme parks. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there were, wasn't really much room to work with, I suppose, but they may do. I like it. It has a lot of really cool things. Obviously, some of those things aren't there anymore. Like they got rid of the tram ride. And uh, I think for the, some of the shows have, uh, have transitioned on. But they got Crush's uh, Coaster, which is, really, which is a lot of fun. Uh, they have Rock and Roller Coaster, which is now going to be the Iron Man Roller Coaster. They got a lot of really cool things over there. It's, um, oh, they have Ratatouille which is going to be uh, at the Epcot Center. So if you've ridden Ratatouille over at Walt Disney Studios Park, then you will ridden the Epcot version. Uh, where are we at now? Oh yeah, so uh, uh, let's see, March 16th, just last year. So, uh, you know, Walt Disney World uh, and Disneyland Paris closed the day before. Disneyland Park closed the day before that. Uh, it was announced and I only include this one, you know, obviously the parks are still closed, but I, uh, I announced, I, I repeat this for the irony and, uh, it is announced that the parks will remain closed until the end of the month. That's right. At the end of the month, they will reevaluate to see if, when they can open up the parks, Disneyland still hasn't open Disneyland Paris opened and then reclosed and they have not reopened hoping to open sometime in April as is uh, Disneyland Paris or uh, Disneyland. Um, and, but of course, Walt Disney world has been open since I believe June. Is that right? I could be wrong. It's it sounds right. July, July, July. 
yeah, open since July. Uh, so <laughs> uh, March 17th, happy St. Patrick's Day. I hope you're wearing green or else you're going to get pinched. This actually, man, St. Patrick's Day was the day that they were like, hey, you know what we should do? We should release a bunch of movies and really have a bunch of rides. So uh, we're going to start 1929, the very first Mickey Mouse cartoon. I know what you're saying. Wait a minute. Night, what, what do you mean the very first? Like there was, this is 1929. Steamboat Willie came out in 1928. Yes, the very first Mickey Mouse cartoon, Plain Crazy, premieres. This was actually the first Mickey Mouse cartoon. It was previously released in May of 1928. So May is before November. So it was released in May in 1928 as a silent film. Did not get picked up by distributors. So it was never technically released. So uh, while it was the first Mickey Mouse cartoon, it didn't actually premiere until 1929. So I believe it was the fourth, third, third or fourth, maybe I think fourth, of the released Mickey Mouse cartoons, even though it was created first, right? Um, where are we at? So uh, March seventh. I think I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that's a uh, little little news. Hey, you know, while you're in line in a queue, hey, did you know that uh, Playing Crazy actually came out in May of 1928 ahead of Steamboat? Well, you know, so do should we? Should I mean I know November. Uh, 18th is considered Mickey's birthday. Shouldn't it be May or, uh, or yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't it be like May 15th since that was, all right, we're going to go ahead and move on. Uh, March 17th, 1939, a goofy short titled goofy and Wilbur debuts. It's about goofy and his friend, his pet grasshopper, Wilbur, who decided to go fishing together. Until Goofy realizes that the fish are going to try to eat the grasshopper. While that's silly, the reason I mentioned this is because this is actually Goofy's first solo cartoon without Mickey or Donald as a co-star. So it's kind of cool, right? I guess he had a the grasshopper was the co-star. Uh, March 17th, 1968 was the first St. Patrick's Day parade held at Disneyland. I wasn't there, so I don't have any photos or anything to, to share. Uh, 1999, despite being open since December of 1998, Test Track officially opens at the Epcot Center. At this time, it was the fastest attraction fastest ride i guess they don't do right there's no such thing as rides at uh disney they're all attractions but it's the fastest ride at the time created by disney i went 65 miles an hour i think it actually used to go faster but 65 is the was the speed limit on the interstate and they didn't want you to go faster than the speed limit they didn't want you speeding even though i mean if you're going to test the car what do you want to test its limits and then 2005, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters officially opens at Disneyland. It had previously been open with, uh, you know, soft openings and stuff. But again, officially, officially open, 
Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, despite you being able to, so the difference between Disneyland's and Disney World's, if you haven't been, so if you've only been to Disney World or if you've only been to Disneyland, I'm going to go through uh, the differences here. So it's, it's very, very similar, except in Disneyland, you can take off the, um, the, the gun, the shooter, and try to shoot the little Zerg Zs and stuff like that. Despite being able to take off that gun and aim wherever you want and behind you and all this stuff, I am I am not good at the Disneyland version. I am I am way better at the Disney World version. But I also know where the key points are at Disney World. So maybe that's why I'm better at that one. Uh, March 17th, 2017. Live action Beauty and the Beast released to theaters. I, I guess this is four years now. I I haven't seen it. I'm, I've I've I said that last week. I haven't seen a whole lot of the live action remakes. Um, I've seen I saw Dumbo. I saw Cinderella, but mainly because they were free. I haven't seen Mulan. Oh, I saw Aladdin. It was free. Um, but nope, this, <laughs> despite Hermione Granger starring as Belle, I have not seen the live action Beauty and the Beast. Does that make me a bad Disney fan or does that make me uh, a wise, <laughs> a wise Disney fan? Uh, and then three years ago, that number is very important because I have to remember it. <laughs> March 17th, 2018. I was married on Castaway Key, Disney's private island on uh, Disney cruise ship. So I actually got married on Castaway Key. So, well, technically you get married on the boat, um, you know, legally. And then, so yeah, so here's, here's we can, we can start March. So March 15th, uh, board the Disney Wonder uh, and got married in the... Uh, right outside the Walt Disney Theater. So if you've ever, um, if you've ever been on the Disney Wonder, and you you um, have have been to the place where I got married uh, legally, but then on March seventeenth, uh, we actually had the ceremony on Castaway Key. It was amazing. It was beautiful. It was everything I could have ever wanted. Uh, if you've ever thought about having a Disney wedding and you look at the prices and you go, Oh my God, I just, I can't afford this $150,000 wedding that it's going to cost me when the cruises get back up and running. I, if, if you are looking to do a Disney wedding, I, I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart, look into doing a wedding on the Disney cruise line. Um, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, they make you feel like you run that ship. Um, it's amazing. It's beautiful. They have it right out there on Pelican Point. Um, yeah. So, and then you 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 can have your reception inside the boat after they go and they take you around the boat to do your photo shoots. So uh, it was absolutely absolutely perfect. Um, if you want. You can follow my wife on the socials uh, at always at a queue on Instagram and Twitter because we are 
pretty much always in a queue. But yes, three years ago, got to remember that number. St. Patrick's Day is pretty easy to remember. It's just the, the number. Uh, and then let's see, March 18th, we're going to go ahead and move on. See, again, I should just be like, hey, all right, I got married. That's the best thing this week. See you next week. But there's still three more days. So uh, March 18th, 1955, groundbreaking ceremony begins for the Disneyland Hotel. They would build the entire Disneyland Hotel and have it open by October. That is insane from March to October up and ready. Uh, we can't even, you can't even get a ride going in that amount of time at Disney now. You in uh, a hotel, forget about that. Um, so incredible, incredible that they were able to do that. Uh, March 18th, 1967, a huge day. Again, I said that there were going to be some little news tidbits and then I said there was going to be some big I, big ticket items. This is a big ticket item. Pirates of the Caribbean opens up at Disneyland Park in New Orleans Square. Along with Pirates of the Caribbean, the Blue Bayou opens up as well. The Blue Bayou is a restaurant, obviously, on the bayou. But what is really cool is that uh, unlike the Walt Disney World version, the Disneyland version of Pirates of the Caribbean goes through a restaurant. I guess similar to, what is that? The Grand Fiesta Tour at Epcot, uh, where that little boat tour goes uh, by the Mexican restaurant inside. Um, yes, so the Pirates of the Caribbean goes through the Blue Bayou restaurant. So you can wave to people, you can throw them roll. You don't throw, don't throw your food to the, and if you do, don't say that I told you to do so. But Pirates in, in Disneyland is way better than Pirates in Walt Disney World. Just uh, going to go ahead and say that. And we're going to go ahead and move on to the next day. March 19th, March 19th, 1928. A day after Walt Disney arrives back in Hollywood after failed attempts to get adequately paid for the Oswald cartoons, Charles Mintz releases an Oswald cartoon. <laughs> Bright Lights, Oswald cartoon, Bright Lights, released on this day as a middle finger in the air to Walt Disney. March 19th, 1958. And yes, uh, Bright Lights was produced by Walt Disney. Written, produced, directed, all that stuff by Walt Disney. Uh, March 19th, 1958, Walt Disney Productions releases The Shaggy Dog, which is Disney's first attempt at a live-action comedy movie. It was not about me prior to my haircuts. March 19th, 1999, Disney premieres Doug's first movie, which was a Nickelodeon show that Disney bought. So they're like, hey, we'll get the rights and we will make a movie on the show that you dropped the ball on. I never saw Doug's first movie. I love the TV show, but I never saw the movie. Never saw a second one either. Uh, March 19th, I was there even a second one. <laughs> uh, March 19th, 19th. 
Uh, where are we at? Oh, no, no, no. We're past that. We're way past the 19s. We're in the 20s. Uh, March 19th, 2018 was the last day for Mini O Mini at Tokyo Disneyland, a stage show held in, uh, what is that? Was that Adventureland? Is that right? I didn't get a chance to see it. So like the shows in Tokyo, and I believe this was one of them, you had to try to get uh, like lottery system, like a fast pass, but like you would enter your um, your information into um, or you scan your ticket and it'd be like, yes, you got tickets or no, you don't get tickets. You don't get to see the show. And I think this was one of those. I could be mistaken. There was a couple of those shows. Um, that you had to get tickets for like that. And I, we, we were there for a week and we didn't see any of those shows. We didn't get lucky at all. So hopefully the next time we go back to Tokyo, we're able to see some of those shows. We won't be seeing many oh many because that was three years ago. Uh, and then here we are the last day this week, March 20th, March 20th, 1948. Song of the South wins two Oscars at the Academy Awards. Am I even allowed to talk about that? Is this going to be taken off the off the internet? All right, uh, March March twentieth, year unknown. It's I mean I know it. I'm just not going to say it because you're not supposed to say uh, ages and stuff like that when talking about birthdays, right? But March twentieth, happy birthday to Linda. Larkin. Linda is the voice of Princess Jasmine in Disney's Aladdin animated feature. Here's a cheap plug number two. The very next day, March 21st, that's right, this upcoming Sunday, if you're listening to that during this week, I will be hosting a live stream on GalaxyCon Live. You can find all the information at galaxycon.com. But this will feature some of the cast of Aladdin. Steve Weinger, uh, who was the voice of Aladdin, who's also Steve... Uh, 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 oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name. Um, it was the boyfriend on house uh or scott no i'm sorry i just butchered the name so it's scott and then the uh his name is steve on the show i just butchered that so don't listen to me uh linda larkin jonathan freeman who's the voice of jafar and jim cummings was the voice of so many things but yes uh you know when you just just blow your own cheap plugs I don't even know how many minutes we're into this, but we're not starting over. <laughs> I guess we could edit it, but it's probably better that, um, yeah. So deep breath and moving on, but no, actually, seriously, galaxycon.com. Uh, so I'll be hosting a live stream at 4 PM. And then immediately after that, you can, uh, if you guys uh, want, you can get personal one-on-one -on -one calls with these stars of Aladdin. I think, I think there's even going to be a, a cat. Like you can do like uh, uh, Aladdin and Jasmine together for a three minute call. So check that out. Galaxycon.com. Another cheap plug. Happy birthday to Christy Carlson Romano, who is a guest 
on episode number 62 of the Milo Beasley Show. Woo! <laughs> Cheap plugs. Hey, at least I didn't get that name wrong. March 20th. You know, I just read too fast. I got names and parentheses and stuff. Uh, 1987, Tokyo Disneyland becomes the third park to feature Captain EO. We talk about Captain EO every time. It, yeah, so. uh, and then speaking of Disney, uh, Tokyo Disneyland. So uh, March 20th, 2010, Tokyo Disney Sea premieres a new stage show in the Cape Cod cook-off titled My Friend Duffy. I've seen this and it is amazing. Uh, it's obviously changed since 2010 because they added a couple new characters, Shelly May, Gelatoni. Uh, but yes, My Friend Duffy stage show. You get to eat your food and watch Duffy sing and dance and Mickey sing and dance. It's a lot of fun. I miss it, man. It was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. March 20th, 2012, nine years ago, the Muppets receive us their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I think they just, they're like, yeah, the Muppets. You're not gonna, I think, does Kermit have his own by himself? I don't know. I should have looked that up beforehand. I'm still, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> um, I'm really kicking myself in the butt for screwing up that name. Like we're on the last day and I go and screw something up. So like now uh, I'm driving myself mental thinking about it. So we're just going to, we're almost done for this week, March 20th, 2014. Speaking of Aladdin, Aladdin debuts on Broadway. So actually that's pretty cool, right? So Princess Jasmine, the Linda Larkin, the voice of Princess Jasmine shares her birthday with the birth of Aladdin on Broadway. And then for the last thing this week, March 20th, 2019, this was the day that 21st Century Fox became a Disney commodity. This is um, the day that the Simpsons became Disney characters uh, and the, they would actually appear at the 2019 D23 Expo, which was, I think, July, July, August. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's it's in the summer. In the summer. So yes, 21st Century Fox is now a property of the Walt Disney Company. And who know? I mean, you know, I guess we're supposed to get X Men and Fantastic Four stuff from that. So. That's pretty cool. Simpsons are on Disney Plus, which is even cooler. So that'll do it for this week. I'm going to go um, throw myself off a bridge now for screwing up a name. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you would like to uh, share this last episode uh, before my untimely demise, please do so all over the social medias. But thank you. Thank you for uh, hanging out with me this week and I will see you. Well, not see you. I'll talk to you next week for this week in Disney history. <laughs>